Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now channel 525. More resources available online at jenniferjackson.com. This is Simply for Women. And I have a treat in store for you today, Sonny Connett. She's back here with us. We go to church together. We serve the Lord together, and we've been halfway around the world together. But I have never heard the story of how she met her husband, Tim, and I want to hear about it. So we're going to start with that. We On the previous episode, we learned about how she came to know the Lord and began growing in him. All of us start somewhere, don't we? And I don't know if you know the Lord, but it is the best decision that you'll ever make to invite Jesus into your heart. So today may be your day and we will pray about that at the end of the show, but welcome back, Sonny. I'm Thank so you. glad. Thank I'm you. so glad, glad to be back. It's so much fun. Yeah. Okay. We had the cliffhanger of how did you meet Tim? <laughs> That's a very funny story. And, and wow. Um, okay. So just don't, don't hold me accountable for <laughs> some of the things because oh, no when judge. I tell you no this, judge. Story, okay. So I was home from college. It was my sophomore year. My father's cousin owned cross-country inns, if you remember those. He called him and said, hey, my daughter needs a job. So I got a job at the front desk. My soon-to-be husband was maintenance, a maintenance person there. And he, well, okay, so I met him. He was cleaning out under the vending machines. I looked out. He was bending over, and I thought, well, that side looks cute. Maybe the other side (laughs) looks good, too. So, And it did, and so I kind of struck up a conversation with him and talked to him. I told him I had just finished my sophomore year, and he said I did, too. Um, Told him where I went to school. He told me he went to Watterson. Now, I didn't know what Watterson was. Um, I went to West High School, graduated from there. Um, So I didn't know private Catholic schools. Mm-hmm. A lot of the DeVries and tech schools were opening up at that time, and I thought that that's what it was. He was six feet tall. He weighed, you know, roughly 200 pounds of, you know, just muscle. muscle. I'll say muscle. And um, so, yeah, that's a good word. And um, so, you know, he didn't, he didn't look like what I'm going to tell you. So we kind of <laughs> talked all summer, spring. I met him in May, talked all spring, summer. Um, I decided not to go back in the fall. He went back to school. Um, finally, it was fall. He said, do you, will you go out on a date with me? And I said, well, sure. And I went back into the office, and one of the girls in the office said, you do know how old he is. Mm. And I went, no. I was 20. He was 16. That's why I said no judgment. <laughs> no, no, judge, judgment. no judge. No judge. Um, I, I did not know this. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a, Funny story today was not so funny then. Um, So he was 16. He came into work after he was in high school. And I said, let me see your driver's license. And he kind of went, if you could see my face, it's going, you know. He didn't have one yet. No, he did. Okay, good. (laughs) That would have been really bad. But no, he did. He just was like really bummed that I was asking for it. So naturally, I said, absolutely not. Go away. Um, and from that point on, so you're talking around September, 
to probably, we did do Christmas gifts, but so we were still talking to each other, but I wasn't dating him Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, He did things like he heard rabbit fur coats were in back then. So we're talking a long time ago, 40 years ago. Um, So he had gotten me a rabbit fur coat. I was like, I can't take this. That's weird. Um, he said, you, you really didn't take it? No, I did. Oh, okay, I, good. yeah. My mom said <laughs> I had to give it back, but he wouldn't. So I said, oh, I have to give this back. And he was like, no. So yes, I took it. Um, he gave me roses for my birthday. He would call me from high school and the way that our, the hotel was set up, he knew where the phone was and he would say, look to your left. And so I did. And it was, you know, early in the morning and he would say that sunrise is for you. Oh, wow. So you would. He was a romantic. He was. And so we went through this for months. And then if I, I finally said he either is a really nice guy and age isn't going to matter at some point, or he really wants to impress his friends and date an older woman. <laughs> you know, I eventually went to the first part and said, I think he's a really nice guy and age won't matter. And that's the truth. He's absolutely wonderful. He is a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Mm. If anybody knows Tim Conant, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. And it makes a huge impact. I mean, the ripple of Tim Conant touching lives goes farther than he realizes. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he still is very romantic that way. He still leaves me notes. He's still. You lucky girl. I know. I am 40 years later, you get notes and this is awesome. Absolutely. He left me one this morning that said, I love you. I'm going to be praying while you're at the radio station and it's awesome. And all of that. Oh, and just, I am addicted to fountain pop diet Coke fountain. And for, this is like true confessions. It is. And for 30 years, he has had a fat, fresh fountain pop sitting on our counter every morning. So when he goes to like BP, he does. Or 7-Eleven? He does. That's incredible. So he gets up extra early so he can go out, get me a fountain pop. Has Drop it on the, the mic, girls. Yeah, he does. Keeping your marriage fresh. So how important, how important is marriage? How, how important is a godly marriage? It's extremely important. Um, you know, we lived, honestly, uh, we, we talked yesterday about how we kind of started going to church and how that worked out. He was Catholic. I was not. We, we'd gone to a Catholic church a couple of times and we, and he realized that is not the relationship with the Lord that he, that he had, or he wanted to continue or have his child grow up with. So we started going to a Baptist church that my brother-in-law was an interim pastor at. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we started going there, and that's where we were for 30 years. And now you lead a small group together. We do. And yeah. he, he, he knows how to pray. He certainly has more of a personal relationship with the Lord. He has a, he has a better relationship with the Lord than I do. Mm. I mean, he is my rock when it comes to that. He's Yeah, so having um, a marriage with God in the center of it um, is so important. And we didn't have that for uh, for really... Until probably seven, eight years ago when we mm. started coming to the church next door. Mm. Um, that's when we put God in the center because we went through a really big hiccup in our life. And What is the worst thing you all feel that God has brought you through as a couple? Do you want to share? Um, yeah. Seven years ago, 
Um, we had had just a storm in our in our family. Um, my son um, and daughter-in-law uh, gave birth to twins. They were born at 29 weeks, um, so very premature in the hospital. They were very sick, um, didn't know if they were mm. going to make it. The little uh, crew, who's now, you know, seven and almost eight, um, Good. is doing great. I mean, he's they're they're both great. They're both wonderful and fine. But crew was to the point where he was coming home from the hospital and he ended up with a staph infection, urine infection, and went right back to the CPAP and the oxygen and the incubator. And he looked well, he just he looked like E. T. on the side of the little river, if you remember the movie. I mean, that's the best way I describe him. He was gray. Mm. I just was on my knees. I, I didn't know what to do. I just didn't know what to do for him. I wanted to help him so bad. And Kenny, the little girl, same thing. She had uh, small bowel issues and, and different things. So we were going through that at the time. Um, my daughter had just bought her first house. She was 26. She was in a relationship um, that was abusive. Um, oh, that's awful. It was. And I didn't know how to fix that either. So I was. Some things we can't fix, can we? No. And I wanted to, you love your children so much and all you want to do is fix it. And what I found myself doing was telling Tim, fix it, fix it, fix it. Why are you not fixing it? Why is this not Mm -hmm. working? Why is this happening? Not realizing that he's going through the same struggle that I am and he's going to work every day and he's also trying to provide and, and all of these things. And he has his own emotional He's dealing with it himself, and I'm dealing with it myself. And honestly, I was just just angry, and I was nagging him, and I was mm. angry at him, and I shouldn't have been. And I'm so sorry for that. Um, and he he just broke down. He he broke. And Tim very much make me cry right now. Tim doesn't break. You know, Tim doesn't break. Um, and he broke, and he came to me. One day we just weren't talking and we'd gone through months of not talking because of all of this going on. And, um, he said, I don't love you. Mm. And it broke my heart. It broke my, and and I said, well, what do you want to do? And he said, I think we should get a divorce. And the words, I don't love you. I grew up not feeling loved. Um, from my parents in that. And so for him to say, I don't love you, he was the only person I thought that did love me. Hmm. Um, and so for him to say that to me, it just broke me. And it was at that time that we were, we went to counseling. Um, and it was at that time that, um, I said, we need to make a change. We need to get away from the family church where everyone went. It has to be you and I, and we have to put God in the center. And that's what we've done. And our marriage and our relationship has been better than it's ever been. What hope for someone that needs to hear that today, that their marriage can be Mm -hmm. revived. It Absolutely. It can be better than it ever was. Oh, that is very important. Very beautiful. You know, I think about the scripture that says a nagging wife is like a dripping faucet from the roof. That was Maybe he wasn't that he didn't love you. He didn't love what was happening. Absolutely. But you received it as. Yeah. Uh, We have more to talk about. (laughs) I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you've been listening to Simply for Women. 
I hope you'll join us again next time. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God.